But we're back for Formula 2 and Formula 3 for a double header this weekend. But first, we will be going to Austria. Welcome to episode 15 of Formula Talk. And we're here to discuss F2 and F3 in Austria, but also look at F1 Academy that took place last weekend in Zandvoort. My name is Sophia, and joining me today, as always, is the lovely Tom Downey. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you. And yourself? I'm very well, very excited for the weekend. I know, double header as well. I'm so excited. Not not, not that, coming up to Manchester. Yeah, I mean, let's get it straight off the bat right away. Um, If you're based in Manchester in the UK, we'll be doing a live watch along for the Austrian Grand Prix at the Seven Oaks in Manchester City Centre. You'll see myself, Tom Downey, and a few other members of the Grid Talk team. We'll be also recording a live episode of Grid Talk right afterwards, right from the pub as well. So if you want to come join, meet the rest of the team, by all means, it's a great atmosphere. And um, all information is on our Instagram and social medias about locations and times. We'll be there from about one o'clock on Sunday afternoon. So we're just in time for Martin Brundle's Grid Walk talk. <laughs> um, but yeah, before we get into this episode, like we, we must thank our sponsors, Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports from baseball, boxing, golf, and so many more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on all the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that is B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So before we get into F2 and F3, because there's so much to discuss about what happened last year and do our bold predictions for this next uh, race weekend, let's look at Formula uh, F1 Academy. So they were in Zandvoort last weekend for around seven, around four out of seven. So we're halfway into the season. We have one new winner out of the long list of six winners. Six winners? Yeah, six winners already of the season. So it's definitely catching up. Um, and we have a double pole. And this one stayed. It didn't have any penalties like the previous one that we had um, a couple of rounds ago. So looking at qualifying, it was Hamda Alkabesi who took the double pole for the MP Motorsport team. Her double podium alongside her teammate and sister, Amda, who finished P8 in qualifying one, means MP Motorsport were set to start on pole for all three races at their home track as well. That's awesome to have for F1 Academy. Oh yeah, that's you know that's wicked, and it's 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 just I say it's just what F1 Academy needs. You know, it's it's not what well, no, what F1 Academy needs is proper broadcasting. But I'm not going to get into that again. Um, no, it's 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 good for the sport, and you know, it's good for um, it's it's good for the drivers as well. Um, and you know, the one thing that does amuse me slightly is you got Hamza occupation, you got Amada, you know, um, you know, it's the. The two sisters, you know, I'm just looking at their time. So Hamda did 136.5, and then and then Amda did a 137.5. And it's like, could you imagine just just like you know sitting sitting around the the you know the 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 family table and having dinner or something? Okay. Can pass me the salt, please. Be, oh, he needs to be quicker with that. You know, it's just like one it's, second quicker. Like, quicker, exactly. Yeah, it's just like you know, just be like, and that's why you're not on pole. So yeah, no. So it's, it's you know, it's nothing that a good bit of health or rivalry won't. Uh, no, well, definitely won't hurt. 
Yeah, it, it's quite interesting, especially because like sisters for the same team as well. Like I think that's probably a better outcome than having sisters or family members from different teams. We can take uh, look at like Ralph Schumacher and David David Schumacher, I believe. Um, back in not Ralph. Wow. It was two Schumachers on the grid back in like F2 and F3 many years ago as well. Uh, it was uh, David and Mick because it was, Mi- yeah. it was obviously Michael's son and then, and then Ralph's son. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, Ralph's the dad. So yeah, imagine because they were on different teams, just the family reunions and <laughs> the conversations about that. But looking at the top eight, as mentioned, it was Hamda. Lena Bolo was second. Um, Marty was third. Garcia, fourth. Emily DeHuss was fifth, Jessica Edgar sixth, Carrie Shiner, which we will mention a few times in this episode, was seventh, and then Amda was eighth, and that will be reversed for race two. In qualifying two, which is for race three, um, the top six was, as mentioned, Amda, Lena again, Emily DeHuss, uh, Garcia, Edgar, and Marty. So pretty much the same from the top eight, um, minus Carrie and Amda. So yeah, literally the exact same, the exact same top six was slightly different um, in the order. So looking at the first race, uh, the Emirati driver of Hamda was able to get off to an electric start from a safety car restart, uh, clearing a clear gap to Lena Bullet for a P2. Meanwhile, the series leader of Marta Garcia overtook fellow Spaniard Nera Marti at turn one as she sought for her fifth podium in a row. As mentioned as well, we don't have um live coverage so we're kind of taking it from the reports that we get so it's there's so much that happens on and we wish we can discuss a lot more of it but hopefully next season we can actually get live watching um but your top five for race one was hamda lena marty edgar and so pretty much the same order of qualifying is pretty much a start position to finish position um, race two, which was the reverse grid, it was actually Carrie Schneider who uh, held off to the series title chases to win the second race in Zandvoort, claiming her first win of the season. On the entire on the final lap, the entire field was split by just five seconds, and it would be Schneider who would secure her first and ART's second win of the season. Garcia crossed the line in second to gain points for her title battle with Hamda. Um, and then Lena Bolo finished P3, um, which is her seventh podium of the season. So top five was Carrie Schneider, uh, Garcia, Buller, Edgar, and Emily. Race three uh, was Hamda Akabasi's and MP Motorsport's most excellent weekend was continued as she secured her second victory in two days ahead of her teammate and home frame, a home frame of Emily DeHuss and Swiss driver Lena Bullet. In a race full of action, the pole sitter, Hamda, was electric at the lights, went out to distance herself from Lena on the opening lap. At the back of the field, however, a collision between Carling's Megan Giltz and Campos Racing Laura LaFrance left the Canadian driver with damage and forced an early retirement. Um, the top five was Hamda, then Emily, then Lena, then Garcia, and then Bianca Bustamante finished P5. And we didn't mention her much Um but she's actually been involved in a few other disciplines. Um, we'll do some special episodes about some of the regional F3 races and the F4 races as well, um, especially when we have a bit of a, a gap in the season uh, towards the summer break and even when we're in between um, Monza and uh, Abu Dhabi for F2. 
we'll discuss some of the other uh, regional disciplines. We also have FRACA that's taking place recently. Um, I believe that's this weekend as well. Uh, Euroformula, um, that's another kind of discipline that a lot of drivers who um, have raced for and now race in F1 Academy or F2 or F3. Moving on to F3, we have a driver change, Tom. That we do. So it was announced. When was it announced? Is it? It's about, about two days. Yeah, two days ago, I think. Two days ago, three days ago. Yeah. So it is. It was. Yeah. It was. It was PHM uh, Racing, aka Charus. Um They have confirmed Mackenzie Cresswell for both Spielberg and Silverstone. So he's gonna, he's going to be replacing. Oh God, there we go, Piotr Wisnicki. I if I butchered that pronunciation, I do apologise. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah. So Cresswell is coming from GB3, not to be confused with GP3, the predecessor to F3. A lot of threes going on today. Um, he's seventeen. <coughs> I do apologise. I was trying to hit the mute button, but all I did then was punch the microphone. That's one for the shorts. Um, yeah, so so he's it's we we don't quite know because it says he's coming for Austria and then for Silverstone, so he's obviously coming in for his home race. But we don't categorically know if he's going to be um if he's if he's gonna be in for the rest of the season, if he's just in for two races. So currently there's a little bit of speculation. It could be that um that uh, that Wisniewski wasn't performing well enough it could be a sponsorship issue you know that it could be uh, it could be anything we don't know so all we know at this time is that against Cresswell coming into f3 from gb3 um he's coming into yes i know i'm trying to be very particular about that one um is but uh but yeah we, we know he's coming in for austria and silverstone and then after that at the moment who knows but you know he he could then go back to GB3. I'm going to hate saying that phrase by the end of the show. Um, or he could be in that uh, that Shuru seat for the for the rest of the season. We honestly don't know. As we find out, obviously we will you know we'll we'll talk about it in whatever show is the closest to when it happens because we have no idea um, and and there's there's no information to to to, to the country. You know, there's there's no there's, the press release is a bit. It's not full Oscar Piastri 2022, um, but but you know it's, um, it's it's a bit sort of just it feels a bit too corporate. Um, so you know there's there's nothing referenced about about the outgoing driver. So we don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean it has happened before. Not with Shrews. We had it with Campos last season with Ayrton Simmons, for example, off the top of my head. Given the fact I've had a podcast with him last season where um mid-season he changed um uh drivers were replaced there was so many drivers replaced actually this time last season in f3 so quite an interesting one that this is probably i think this is the first one that's been announced and changed um since then but we'll see i, I it could be sponsorship that it probably is probably the best because he's actually peter winsky is actually um performed better than his teammates already so but he's been consistently in top 20 but not that much into the points so we'll see but yeah so we're back for round six technically round five given that Imola was cancelled out of the 10 slash nine so we're actually halfway of the f3 season 
Um, pretty much some information is we've been racing here since 2019, so pretty much the start of F3. Uh, same circuit information as F1 and F2, so 4.318 kilometers, 10 corners, 3 DRS. However, as of the time of recording, we don't have any information on how many laps the feature or sprint will be. If it's the same as F2, which normally it isn't the case, it would have been about 28 laps for the sprint and 40 for the feature. I want to say... And again, it's not official. I want to say it's probably about 25 laps and about 36 for the feature. But again, um, we've not seen any new posting about it. The fastest time was by Sebastian Fernandez in 2020 with ART with a 119.429. Looking at last year, our poll sitter was Isaac Hajar, who is now racing in F2 with a 119.750. On the reverse grid for the sprint race, it was Jack Crawford with a 120.351. So, um, sprint race. Some of the keynotes from the, actually, there wasn't as many keynotes. There was a lot in F2, which we'll discuss in um, later on. But our podium was Jack Crawford in P1, Kyle Collette in P2, and Franco Colapinto in P3. That's pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much no, because Crawford's now in F2 as well. So that's almost the same as um, all the drivers I'll be racing this weekend in F3, but shows how much my prep has been. Um, <laughs> so the feature, though, was P1 Isaac Hajar, F2, uh, P2 Victor Martens, F2, and Oliver Behrman, P3, who's also racing in F2. Um, Keynotes of that race last year was Roman Stanek originally finished sixth, but was given a five-second time penalty for causing a collision with Kalen Frederick, demoting him to 11th place and um, taking him out of the points. Uh, Franco Pizzi received a total time penalty of 20 seconds for twice causing a collision with teammate Zanek Chukovic, which was one of the drivers that kind of came in mid-season last year. Uh, Kushmani and Kyle Collette retired, but were classified as they completed over 90% of the race distance. Um, following medical examination, Hunter Uni was declared unfit for the feature race on Sunday due to broken wrist sustained at the sprint race and therefore withdrew for the remainder of the weekend. And that's when we had some of the other drivers come in, um, replacing Hunter Uni for the rest of the season, pretty much in F3 last year. So, Tom. What is your predictions? Because we still need to keep track of this. Like, instead of having to go through different episodes, because I think I'm still quite right. But what is your poll, your sprint podium, your feature podium, and your bold? I like I like how you just said that and then just like, yeah, I'm always right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I want to say I'm more right than you in this case. I'm not always right, but I think I'm topping more of being correct. Don't, don't forget you're gonna have two days of putting up with me in person so. oh god can't yeah. wait so yeah you sound so excited mate of course uh, is it yeah yeah so um right uh my my pole sitter mm. well I, I either want to say franco colapinto or no, no, I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to say Franco Colapinto. I was, going to, I was going to say Gabriel Mini, um, but you know, just spice it up a bit in it. 
I'm going to say I'm going to say Colapinto, and then my sprint podium. Uh, I'm going to say Luke, Luke Browning. I'm going to say Luke Browning. He looks like he's gone quite well. Le, you, you know, less less technical track. You know, who knows? Um, I'm also going to say Oliver Goethe. I think I think he'll get on the podium, and then my boy Greg Wasolsi on the podium. Then for the feature race. I think Colapinto is going to win. I think he's going to hold off Gabriel Mini. And then as for P3, ooh, I don't know. I'm going to go with Ollie Gray. Then my bold prediction is in either the sprint or the feature, so one of them, they all make it through turn one and then turn three and turn four unscathed because turn one really pinches. Then turn uh, then turn three, t- turn two. Okay, it doesn't exist, but on the on the circuit map it says turn two. But it's but, you know you don't even have to lift or move the wheel. But it's, it's apparently a turn. So thank you FIA. Uh, so turn three, which is the second sort of harsh braking zone, obviously very uphill. You know the it's a very acute corner. Um, you know, I think we might see, especially on cold tyres, cold brakes, you know, we might see someone just think, do you know what, I'm going to send it. And then next thing you know, there's just carbon fibre everywhere. So I've got faith that they're going to behave. Because to be fair, they were pretty well behaved in Monaco. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to channel that energy and they're going to, you know, in, in either the sprint or the feature, I'm not saying both because I'm not hedging my bets. That's okay. fine anyway. That's fair. I mean, yeah, compared to Monica last, um, F3 was quieter than F2, so could be the same case. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to go slightly different, I think. I I think Dino Beckovic will take pole. I think for sprint, the podium will be P1, Zach O'Sullivan, P2, Greg Warsasi, P3, Leonardo Fonaroli, I think. So... Yeah, well, well, yeah, we'll see. Because I mean, they're quite decent in the standings ish. Um, for the feature, though, I think it will be Dino will take pole. I think Gabriel Bartolotto will take P P two, and then oh, I might just be very, very basic. I think Mini will then take P three. Why not? He's been consistent ish uh, most of the season. So yeah, that's my top three for the feature. My bold prediction is I Mackenzie Crosswell to get points in either the feature or the sprint. I I (laughs) I think that's a little bit of a bold given the the fact that he's very bold. Why not? Why not? Let's let's see. It's a bold prediction. I think it's quite an interesting one. I don't say if it's the feature or the sprint. I think it's. I think it's either or for it. I think that'll be a great one. And we'll see. Um, yeah. F2 then. Let's look in, into F2. So pretty much has been on the calendar since the beginning of the series. Uh, as mentioned, 4.318 kilometers, 10 corners, 3 DRS zones. The sprint race will be 28 laps and the feature race will be 40 laps. The fastest time has stayed the same since the beginning of it racing in Austria, which is a 113.396, which is held by Charles Leclerc. Um, last year, 
poll was Frederick Vesti with a 114.123. And then the reverse poll for the sprint was 114 by Richard Vashore, which is a 114.568. So very close the top um top eight. Yeah, top eight for the reverse for it. Um sprint. It was ooh. There was a lot of penalties for both the sprint and the feature last year. And I remember I remember one of them very well um, for uh, the feature more than anything else. But for the sprint, Frederick Vesey and Amaro Cordillo and Oli Caldwell all received a five-second time penalty for exceeding track limits. Liam Lawson was due to start from 14th, but stalled on the grid and was forced to start from the pit lane. Um, thus, the starting grid for him was left vacant. Owasa received a five-second time penalty for forcing Logan Sargent off the track. And Amory Cordial received a 30-second time penalty for overtaking under double yellow flags. And again, this is actually, I think this was Cordial's first race as well because he came in mid-season. If I'm, if I'm, uh, I'm not 100% sure, but I think this is when he came in into racing into F2. Started to go on. Yeah, started with a 30-second. Yeah. I said that that does seem very harsh for overtake. I get that overtaking under double yellows is a big no no, and you know double yellows are out for a reason. But thirty second was it a thirty second time penalty or yeah. stop go? Yeah, I think you know, yeah, stop go only goes to twenty. I think. Yeah, that I'm not sure if it was blinking. a stop. I'm not um, sure if it was a stop go or not. It just said it I've, just said that the notes um, at the end what the different penalties if were. Yeah, if if it was a stop go, I think it would say. Um, and also, I think actually a stop go only goes to 20 seconds, sitting at one side. I imagine that trickles down. But gotcha. yeah, that's half a minute. That's, uh, you know, well, I could say that's half a lap. In, okay, it's not half a lap in Austria because these aren't their front cars. But that's that's a good third of a lap in Austria. I mean, and it's so, close to almost half because <laughs> the poll took one, four, uh, one minute 14. So. No, yeah, so yeah, so it, it is just under half a lap then. Obviously, race times are different because you're heavier with fuel and you're not you know, dumping energy or the rest of it. But yeah, because you know, we've seen F1 drivers. Get, I think Kimi got a 10-second time penalty in Belgium donkey's years ago when he was still at Ferrari. Um, but yeah, third, I, I, I don't go on about it, but I, but yeah, because that is that seems very, very hot. But also, oh, well, what are you going to do? Because it's been like, two years now so yeah I mean there's, there's more penalties in the feature as well <laughs> like we even have a disqualification as well um, that happened last year which I, I I'll say the podium as it as it was but then it was actually the top two that finished across the line that had penalties or disqualifications so it was classified as Logan Sargent as P1 on the podium with Enzo Fittipaldi P2 and Roberto Mary who came in mid-season that race as well uh, P3 however Logan actually finished third across the line Enzo was fourth and I want to say somebody else was above Roberto but I think they had a penalty and then that's how um Roberto got up into the podium. I remember this very vividly when I was reading my notes and prepping for this episode. I remember this episode, uh, this race very well because the person that actually went across the track first was Richard Bashore, and the person that came second across the track was Jehan Derubla. However, Richard Bashore was disqualified due to failing to provide sufficient fuel sample after the race. 
he finished uh, across the line and then he pulled off to the grass area. So he couldn't uh, even complete the lap to go back into the pit. I, and I remember they had to like push it. Um, and there was all the kind of controversy by the commentators, like, what's happening? What's happening? And then Daruvla finished second, but was given a 20-second time penalty after his team attempted to dry the track surface as at his grid slot before the race. Oh, you, what? You, you cannot interfere with pit boxes or grid slots. They've obviously got the leaf blowers out, or you know, they're probably a bit more advanced than the leaf blower, but the fundamentals are still the same. You know, you, we've seen it when you, sometimes when they're like trying to dry the pit box. If you cannot do it, that that is a slam dunk penalty, as Martin Brundle would say. Oh, and there's even more penalties as well. Like, oh um, my god, <laughs> so many penalties <laughs> as well. It might be a bold prediction for F two. No penalties in that's, any of the races. Is that, <laughs> that's mine. That's mine. Uh, I call it. Perfect. You've got it. So you can have, mate. You can have that one. You can have that one because I, <laughs> I be think wrong. that is. I think that is wishful thinking. In one of the races, either the finch, uh, feature of the spin. But anyway, oh. let's let's look at the other penalties. Roberto Mary, Owasa, and Callum Williams all received a five-second time penalty for track limits. Liam Lawson and Frederick Bessie received a 15-time-second penalty for repeatedly exceeding track limits. On top of that, Frederick Bessie received a five-second time penalty for overtaking Ollie Cardwell off the track. And then, as mentioned, Richard Bashor, um being disqualified, uh, Jaron Dubois with his twenty-second time uh, penalty. Wow. <laughs> well, I, I mean, to be fair, re- re- repeated uh, repeated track infringements, or you know, you know, um, repeated track limits, I should say. Fair enough. You know, everybody gets a couple of warnings, and then it's like, you know, don't take the mic. Yeah. Um, it's going to be busy this weekend, by the looks of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, especially if the sausage curves are still there, because you know you do you, you get offline, you dip a bit on the sausage curve, and it will spit you out sideways. And don't forget as well, F one is doing sprint, uh, sprint race as well, so you have sprint shootout and sprint race. If you want to hear about um, the F one side of Austria, you can listen to Grid Talks podcast uh, where we have previewed the Austrian Grand Prix already, and it's on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, wherever you listen to us. Um, but yeah, that went out recently as well and discussing the new format of the sprint as well, how they have the sprint shootout and the normal sprint race. Um, I had some normal. I had some pretty strong views on, on the F1 sprint. Oh, you were on it. I have not, I have I not was, had a chance yeah. to listen yet. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to listen to it today. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. No, yeah. No, I had some pretty, I had some pretty strong views on the sprints and they were not positive. Yep. So definitely go take a listen then <laughs> to, hear, to hear Tom's. <laughs> Colourful opinion, probably, about it. Um, bold predictions. A bold, pole, bold, and podium. Podium or podiums? Podiums. Yeah. yeah Feature and sprint. Why not? I was trying to make it, like, nice and, like, rhymey-ish. Yeah. Sick rhymes, so... Um, you know, you can, you can tell you live in Manchester, spitting bars. Um, yeah. That doesn't work. That phrase doesn't work when you've got a fairly middle class accent like mine. Um, even if I am Welsh or American uh, accent, like I do. Yeah, I thought you were from Barbados. Um, <laughs> Gallum, uh, <laughs> Rio doing uh, um, right? Okay, so Paul, well, I would have said Taylor Porsche, but I think he's gonna absolutely hem the bed, as, as the saying goes. So I'm gonna say, well, I'm gonna say either a Wasser or Bearman. Um, I'm going to say Ollie Behrman. 
he went really well around um, around Baku, which in some ways is kind of similar to Austria. I know the castle section is obviously a lot more technical, but if you think about the middle section in Austria, you know you you've got to nail it. Um, yeah, so I'm going to say Behrman for pole. Um, my my sprint podium. I was going to, I was going to, I was going to do some weird hybrid of sprint and feature then. So yeah, um, yeah. Whoever's listening, enjoy that one because that was a new noise even by my standards. Um, for the feet, no, God alive. For, for the sprint, since I'm lucky, um, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say Richard Vashaw is going to win. Um, because I think I think quality is going to be super tight. I think it's going to come down to hundreds, if not thousands, of a second. Um, and then I'm going to say Isaac Hadjar is going to be on on the sprint podium, and then Roy Nasadi. No, um, I'm going to say I'm going to say Clement Novak. A little bit, yeah, a little bit of an outside call. You know, he's sort of just been, been quietly doing bits. Watching now, he's going to DNF in, on lap one. Um, and then for the feature race podium, I am going to say, I say Frederick Vasti is going to take the win ahead of his teammates, Oli Behrman, and we're going to have a Prima 1 2. Um, and then P3, maybe a little bit boring, I'm going to say Iwasa. Because I think he's going to have a strong weekend, and he's just been—he's sort of like quietly emerged as you know, the sort of real titled sort of contender, if you like. I think Jeff Boucher is going to just overcook it this weekend. I, I think the pressure—I think he's got in his own head. Interesting, bold. Um. Ugh. Roy Sani in the points in one of the races. Ooh, he has no points so far yet. Exactly. He's one of so it's three drivers that don't have any points. Exactly. He's basically the Harry, Harry Maguire of F2. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's about the only football reference I can do as well, to be honest. Um, yeah, if it was a rugby reference, it'd be different. I'd be all over it. Um, but, yeah, no. Um, yeah, Roy Lasani for, for points okay. in either one of the races. Okay. Interesting. I think Vesti will do pole again for um, qualifying. I think for sprint race, I think it will be. Oh, what do I want to do? What do I? Who do I want? To, I think um, Enzo Fittipaldi will take P one. I think Duan will take P two. And why not? Because I didn't mention them last time. P3, Zay Maloney for the sprint. Why should not do anything now? Wasn't it the one weekend you didn't predict him? He got on the podium or something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm testing my theory if, it, <laughs> if I have a curse or not, I guess. Um, so we'll see. I, I, Yeah, I think P3 for the sprint. Um, Feature, however, I think it will be. Hmm, I think it'll be Behrman. No, actually, no, I'm going to change that. I think it'll be Richard Vashore for the feature. 
get back his revenge from last, make sure he has enough fuel. Um, so I think he will take P1. I think P2 will be Vesti. And then I want to say, I'll follow very similar to you, but I think it's going to be a 2-3 Prema for the feature. So Vesti P2 and Bearman P3. And as mentioned, my bowl is in either the sprint or the feature, there will be no time penalties. I'm going to fail. <laughs> my God, I'm, I might actually get one up on the, um, on the, on the predictions this weekend. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see about that. Do know. Who knows? It might happen. I'm not even checked the weather, what's going to happen in Austria as well. Um, it should be fine. I think, I hope I say that. Let's even check right now. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much our review and preview of this weekend um, coming. One thing that we got to mention as well that's come into the news recently was about W Series that came into administration. Um, we knew it was going to kind of happen with F1 Academy kind of taking in. Um, it's just interesting to see how the coverage has been about F1 Academy and W Series um, since then as well. Um, but hopefully, by, I, I, it's the first season. You know you're going to have bugs and like kinks to get out and everything and all that. So I think next season, now that W Series, there's no two female series kind of, so to speak, uh, businesses and organizations, I think next season will probably be the better one. Um, quickly looking at the weather, it's meant to be raining on Saturday in Austria. Oh, God, here we go. So we'll see if that makes a difference in our um, uh, sprint race. Well, for both of the sprint races, both in F2, F3, and in F1, that'll be interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess that that's it for episode 15. Um, Formula Talk is available on YouTube where most of the episodes, I say, will be recorded live. Still have not. Still need to. Uh, again, it might be a one-off that we actually do it on YouTube. Um, but you can also catch us on Amazon Fire, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Music, Verbal, and Pocket Cast. Just search uh, Formula One Grid Talk for our backlog of shows. You can find our sister show, which is Grid Talk, which focuses more on F1. Um, please consider supporting the channel on Patreon so we can get mics, lights, and better recording equipment. And also make sure that you are subscribed so you're the first to know when each new weekly episode is released. Um, if you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love it if you could take five to leave us a five-star rating on Spotify or a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back soon. Next, well, we'll be live on Sunday in Manchester to watch the Austrian Grand Prix. We'll be watching the F2 and F3 beforehand, but Unfortunately, the place isn't open till 12, so we miss out. <laughs> we miss out on watching the feature races. So we'll probably just live stream it somewhere um, for that. But yeah, if you're based in Manchester, come join us at the Seven Oaks. It's in city center of Manchester. It's in the Chinatown area. It's right next to the Manchester Art Gallery. People know the area well. Um, it's myself, Tom, um, Ruby, George, Owen. Am I missing anybody? I think that's it from the five of us. Uh, yes, because uh, Ruby is on production duties. Yeah. So while she'll be there, she is not going to be a panelist or host, but she will still be there. Yeah, exactly. She'll be there, um, and we'll all be there. So if you want to swing by, even if you don't watch the whole race 
or just want to swing by when we're recording, by all means. It's the first time we're actually going to see everybody in person for some of us as well. I've not met anybody from the team um, in person, so I'm really excited for that. I'd love to see if um, anybody else would love to come join us. Um, but yeah, all information is in our social media about that. Uh, thank you, as always, Tom, for joining me. Pleasure as always, mate. And we'll be back next weekend to review the Austrian F2 and F3 race and preview the Silverstone F2 and F3 races. Um, thank you very much for listening to Formula Talk, which was presented by Bet Online. And that's goodbye for me.